And we are back in your lives. It is March 17th, 2021. Guys, it's a pretty easy holiday today. Easy one. You see me in my green. I got my shenanigans crew shirt on. It is St. Patrick's Day. I'm not sure about you guys. Well, first off, let me say welcome back, everyone. We've been off like two weeks. Everyone's been a little bit busy. It's that time of the year, man. You know, it's that time of the year. Spring's out. Everyone's outside. We're all busy. We're all busy. But as you can back. see by the vacant chair that our uh, co-host Pat Parker has passed away, coming um, back though. We He's decided. Coming back. <laughs> He's coming back. But anyway, um, go oh on. yeah, real quick, happy birthday to my grandmother. It's her birthday today, March seventeenth. Patricia. Okay, if you're gonna do that, I'm gonna give a pre-happy birthday shout out to my mom. Her birthday's later this week. Hey, happy birthday, Miss Patricia's birthday is on St. Patty's Day. That's pretty cool. That's a good birthday. That is a yeah. good birthday. Occasionally, my birthday like falls on April or Easter, I should say. Um, yeah. How you guys celebrate? You guys celebrate St. Patrick's Day at all? I get into it. You know, I'm Irish. I threw my green on. I had like a corned beef for dip. Pat's like eating. What are you eating? Ravioli and something, Pat. Yeah. I'm eating, I'm eating I, had, I had some corned beef. I had a Guinness and uh, I, you know, I put a little whiskey and the uh, Bailey's and Irish car bomb, Irish car bomb, you know, I had to celebrate for dinner, but that's the holiday today. And it's good to be back after we took a couple of weeks off. Kyle, let me ask you, I don't, I'm not sure if you talked about this in the pod. You got a new dog. Yeah. Little, little Luna, Luna oh. Rosenberg. How, how's the new dog treating you, man? Oh, she's awesome. She's so cool. Just having like, just having a puppy. I know, dude. My dogs are getting old. So I see your yeah. puppy running around. Oh, my dogs are pretty active, though, for the rage of thing. One's like 10. And another birthday shout out. My other dog just turned six. Rico, the pit bull. Hey. He turned six uh, yesterday. Yeah. No, two days ago. Earlier this week. Earlier this week. So plenty of birthdays to go around here. I mean, guys, we we have a lot to talk about since, you know, we've been off for two weeks. We had some UFC fights we can catch up on. Some upcoming boxing fights that we could... Uh, you know, foreshadow, promote, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, let's pump it to our fucking seven fans. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're growing, actually. Yeah, we're, we're growing. We're growing. You know, it takes time to build these things. We were we, got- we, we blew up at the beginning, and then we went down, but now we're, we're bouncing back. Yeah. But th- those There's who listen every week. The stock market always rises, like baby. 100% yeah. increase. Listen, listen, but we have our, our we have our loyal fan base, okay? Occasionally, you throw, we throw out a Twitter clip. We get some there and there, you know, Pete, the, the people, our audience is mainly on Twitter. Okay. With our Twitter clips, not, not everyone listens to the whole episode, but you know, we still do these. Who anyway. listens to entire podcasts anyway. Yeah. You know, no one ever really does. No, okay, except Nick, Nick, he, Nick. shut up. <laughs> okay. But anyway, we got some UFC fights to catch on some boxing fights to talk about. We'll preview the baseball season. The, well, we'll say the Philly season. Cause they're kicking off spring training and, and Pat and Nick, I need to hear some flyers stuff from you guys. We got some explaining to do. Okay. We got a lot of explaining to do with the flyers. We'll talk a little bit of draft, talk some NBA trade deadline and some Sixers talk. So yeah, we're, we're, let's start off. You know, Let's start off with football. Okay. I think that's what most people want to talk about nowadays. Anyway, we have the, uh, you know, bunch of signings going down. Dak just got re-signed to a mega deal in Dallas. Drew Brees retired. The Carson Wentz deal became official today. Uh, I mean, and then, well, you know, we can talk the draft as well. You want to talk about the Bears? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. They signed, <laughs> they signed the Red Rocket. Yeah, Andy Dalton. What is that? Like, what does that mean to them? Because they still have Nick Foles. So, like, are they competing for the job? or hey, Do they yeah. have Mitch Trubisky as well? Uh, he's no, a free I agent, think. I believe. Okay, yeah. free agent. I was going to so they're they're going with the Red Rocket. 
I, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, Nick, you know, Nick's always going to have a chance to start. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't know why they would go. Like, the people of Chicago have to be disappointed with that because they were in the they went from Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson to Andy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> How do you watch what Andy Dalton did last year with all those weapons on the Cowboys and then say, yeah, he can do even better with even yeah, 10 mil. On our team? I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Like, other than like, it was a terrible choice. I mean, good for Andy Dalton. He got paid. Shout out to him. But I don't suspect. Chick- I mean, they, they pretty much just chalked it. Like, they're like, OK, we're going to lose because um, you're not beating Aaron Rodgers. And then you got Jared Goff in, in Detroit now. Who, who knows what that'll happen with that team? Uh, they don't. They have a new coach as well, right? The uh, the weirdo, the weirdo yeah. from the press conference. And then the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a pretty talented team, to be honest with you. Between Dalvin Cook and, and Justin Jefferson, and, and you know you have a decent quarterback in Kirk Cousins. So that's a tough division, and they they may have actually gotten worse. From they didn't even get Fitzmagic. He went. I to, think Fitzmagic would have been better. He went to Washington, didn't he? Yep. Oh, Patrick would have been perfect backup for us. That's next. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Nick. If he was on the birds, bro, like that is a a dual quarterback situation that I would have been happy with. I don't want any other dual quarterback situation unless it's Fitzmagic and Hurts. Which, by the way, I'm I'm very hopeful for Hurts. I've heard a lot of good things about him. People are gravitating towards him. Apparently, he's a natural leader. He's a winner on every level. I'm starting to feel more and more confident with Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to say he's the answer. I'm not ready for that yet. He has, he's hardly played. But I'm the starting... training videos with uh, his wide receivers just in the open field, it's starting. they're starting to bring me in. Yeah. I don't why... make me believe just those videos. To, but to... remember that. And then it, it was Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar was the one he was throwing to. He's now a Patriot. Yeah, I mean, dude, we could go all over the place. Look, look, look. At what... We got Chicago. We got the Breeze retirement. We have, uh, you know, the Jalen Hurts talk. But look what Bill Belichick is doing over in New England. Hold on a second. All of a sudden, they were 7-9 last year. Like I said, they should have been 9-7, and seven, though, because they had the Cam fumble against Buffalo, and then Cam stopped on the goal line versus Seattle. Arguably a 9-7 and seven team with a terrible roster. And Mr. Wizard Bill Belichick goes out, and he starts grabbing everybody. Hunter Henry, he's got Jalen Mills. He's got Johnny Smith. Smith, too. They're, yeah, they're getting everybody. Wait, so they got Hunter Henry and – wait, is Hunter Henry a tight end or – Yeah, 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 tight end. Tight end. So they got Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to run that pretty, Bronk Aaron Hernandez offense. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm – con- oh, I'm not going to say this. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. Like, um, uh, I'm not going to say they're going to win the AFC or anything because there's some stiff competition in the AFC, but the Chiefs as well as Buffalo. That's another team. I was going to make my lock. Not lock, but my prediction. I think Buffalo might go to the Super Bowl next year. They just signed Emmanuel Sanders from uh, the Saints. Great pickup. Rumored that Zach Ertz is going to end up there. You give Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Zach Ertz, and Emmanuel Sanders. I'm t- I-, I like the Bills, man. I really like the Bills. I mean, I know we all liked them last year, too. We all, I think we all picked them to actually beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Or two of us, at least, picked the Bills to win versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I think they're going to be a legit, legit contender next year. They might, they might get the the ring they've been looking for for so long. I'm going, I'm going to root for Buffalo. You know, I, you know, after the birds, of course. I, I mean, something about something about Buffalo though. I feel like they can't win a Super Bowl. Why? Because I don't, I don't care like what you give them. 
I just don't see them winning. I, I love Buffalo. They're like, they're almost like us. They're just like, they're crazy. They're jumping on tables. They're thirsty for a, a win. I don't dislike them. I just can't see it. I can't envision them winning a Super Bowl. I can, I can see where you're coming from. Cause like for the longest time with the Eagles, I was always, I'm not sure about you guys. When did, like I had no idea in my lifetime when or if the Eagles were going to win a Super Bowl. It and was like, it, I literally thought it would never happen until I think it was like when they went on that run the year they won, where they won like three games in a row by like 30 points. I was like, this team could win the Super Bowl. I might be crazy for saying that, but if any team could ever do it, it's, it's this team. And they ended up, but and then again, then after that, I've watched them play and just been like, I, I don't think they'll ever come closer yet. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, yeah, there's no way this team, this franchise ever going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. For me, it may have been as late as the, uh, the championship game against Minnesota when we like blew the doors off the place. Kyle was at that game, I believe. Right, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that game, I was probably like, oh, wow, this is, a, this actually could happen. Like, if we're blowing out this big of a lead in, a, in the NFC championship game. It could happen. And, you know, for the sake of Buffalo, if it's not the Eagles, I root for Buffalo to get it because I want them to have that same feeling that I had, you know, marching down this broad street, chanting with all of Philadelphia. It was a great feeling. It was a really a wonderful feeling. So I'm going to root for Buffalo. And I think now if, if they get Zach Ertz, who watch out for Buffalo boys, watch out for Buffalo. Uh, but yeah, what I need other big signings are like, how do we feel about, let's go back to new England. What are your expectations for them going into the season? They're seven and nine last year with all the additions. Do we expect them to win that division again or maybe a wild card seed? Nick's shaking his head. No, I think Nick's going to rock with Buffalo. I don't think they're like, I, it depends on what ends up happening at quarterback. Like, I don't think they're going to, they got Cam. Well, no, but I don't think Cam can like take them to the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Like, I just, like, I, I mean, Cam's a beast. He's one of my favorite players I've ever watched. Like when he was on Carolina having his MVP years, he was awesome. He's been hurt a lot. And, like, just watching him throw the ball is uncomfortable. And, like, I, I mean, you can get all the weapons you want, but, like, I don't trust him to stay healthy and, like, deliver the ball when, like, they need to because they can run. They're going to be able to run the ball. They're definitely going to be able to run the ball. But there's going to come a time where, like, they have to – like he's going to have to take them down the field, passing the ball. And like, I don't think I'm confident in that. I I, I hear where you're coming from. Uh, Kyle and Pat, do you agree with Nick? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like it is his second year off the injury. So that, that can make a difference, but um, he's just getting older and his athleticism's definitely not there anymore. So. See, I'm, I'm of the mindset where I hear where you guys are coming from, but I think there's enough pieces around him and Belichick's going to scheme well enough where they'll at least, I think they'll at least get into the playoffs. Kyle, I think you're shaking your head in agreement with me. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I don't we're seven I and nine and we're missing probably half their team last year. So they're getting guys back and all these signings. I think Cam can be good enough to get you to the playoffs. I don't think he can win a Super Bowl because I don't think he's consistent enough with his arm, but. He can still definitely get to the playoffs, especially with Bill Belichick as a coach. You can never count the Patriots out. You know what? That was the perfect spot for Fitzmagic. New England. Yeah. Yes. That would have been great. Yes. He should have signed a, like a veteran's minimum in New England. And then they would have gotten like a million pieces around him. I think they would be a Super Bowl contender. I, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. They're, I, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't think they're quite a Super Bowl contender, even – 
you know, as with a, Brady right now, are they a Super Bowl contender? I mean, not yeah. saying Fitz Magic is, is Brady, but yeah, 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 with Brady for sure. If they have the team of like all the acquisitions, at the yeah, team. yeah, oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. But Brady's the goat, man. Brady's the goat, so you gotta, you know, I, I gotta take that in. All right, let me let me switch it up with um with Wentz right now. Are they a Super Bowl contender? It depends on it. You got to ask me that after a game. Like, I, I, I cannot say anything about Carson Wentz yeah, I have no clue right now. I have no idea one way or the other what that dude's going to do when the season starts. Well, I said that that trade just became official today, and I put out a tweet because they, they put out – Kyle saw I know Kyle yeah, saw That tweet stunk. That, no, that was not his bad tweet. That was a great tweet. I thought that was clever. I was uh, – he's wearing number two. And I said, it's funny that he's wearing number two. That's one number higher than his total playoff career completed passes. But, you know, I'm here for the, you know, I'm the, I'm going to slander Wentz. I'm not rooting for Wentz one bit. Slandering injuries. Come on, Sean. I thought you're better than I'm that. Not sl- oh, okay. Okay. I'll, yeah, give, uh, yeah. I'll give credit to the, I gave credit to the clowny thing. Okay. That was a dirty <laughs> hit. But all the other seasons, he didn't have a playoff career uh, completed pass. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Fragile. And then the one year where he was healthy, 16 games, he got speared in the head. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want him to do about that. Um, I'm going to stay healthy. All that, not except for the speared Eddie. I couldn't do anything about that, but I'd like him to stay healthy. I don't know if you guys are watching right now, but we're shitting on Milwaukee. I am. I have it right here. Really? Yeah. I have it right here on the iPad. We're up 48 to 33 on, on my watch. 52. Yeah. 52. Okay. Yeah. Now 50. Yeah. I'm glad, dude. Pat, good transition. Um, We'll cycle back to football in a little bit. But since you brought up the Sixers, I mean, they're looking legit. They, they are seriously looking like title contenders. And I, I don't want to get my hopes up here. But, I mean, finally, like, I have something to root for in, in Philadelphia for the Sixers. Like, I finally feel with Doc, and we have a competent, uh, I think, bench. I think our bench is playing well, you know. I, I'm really considering, like, I could see the Sixers pulling off an upset against the Brooklyn Nets. I know we're the number one seed, but of course, Brooklyn with their talent, they have to be the prohibited favorite coming out of the East between yeah. ben, the Ben Simmons, absolutely clamping on everybody and beats playing at an MVP level. I don't know who's going to guard and beat on um, any team in the league. Uh, yeah. Any team in the league. Good point, Nick. <laughs> Seth Curry starts shooting like Tobias Harris is playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, he just dropped 30. All-star Tobias Harris. He's an all-star in my eyes. Okay, well, you see him last night? I'm an all-star. I'm an all-star. Yeah. That's my boy. Unlocked Tobias Harris. (laughs) He actually is. He is unlocked. Oh, he got unlocked, man. I'm really proud of that take. Dude, I don't know how he was that bad last year, and then now he's he's probably – I mean, the Doc Rivers effect. It was Al Horford effect, baby. That dude, that dude is poison. He, yeah, he is a cancer, isn't he? I'm going with Doc Rivers, man. I'm giving my credit to my boy Doc. I, I love what Doc's doing with this team. I actually feel very confident. I feel very ha- like I'm on a very I'm on a high right now. Yeah, I was. I have to do some apologizing. I slandered the shit out of Doc Rivers, like. A lot of times on this podcast. Yeah, me too. So, he's like, yeah. he, he said, oh, he blew the three to one leads. He only has the one championship. I was like, yeah, that dude sucks. Right, let's not give him all the credit in the world, though, because 
playoff time. We still need to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But right now, things are looking good. Yeah, They're but if that good. happens, then, you know, then I'll, I'll retroactively take this back. Or <laughs> that that wasn't right either. I know, I know what you're saying. You I'll take go- it back, and yeah. then I'll slander him again. And then if he wins the championship, I'll take it back. I think the chances are actually pretty good. Like, who knows what's going to happen with the Lakers and Anthony Davis. That could take them out of contention. I feel comfortable against I feel I feel like we win almost every series except Brooklyn, even the Lakers. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're the hardest team to beat um, in the playoffs, or they I, will be the hardest. You're gonna to have to pray like somebody like quits or is out or something. When we play them. Sure, Just bro- oh, Brooklyn. Yeah, like if we played them and then like Kyrie was like, oh. "Dude, like I gotta." I got to go take care of something and just like didn't show up for like a month. And then he just turns into an eagle and flies away. Yeah. <laughs> and James Harden gets like COVID or something. Not that we're rooting for, you know, of course, we don't want to say, you know, James Harden, we hope you get COVID, but something, you know, something like a barber, you know, the Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid getting thing out because the he contact tracing, contact tracing, keep them out for a week. And then the Sixers have a nice, easy road to the championship. But I don't want that actually. I want to earn this championship because I, I want to. But Sean, I'm I'm just really confused. So are you like? I guess you're saying you think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid can win together. That's right. That's right, Kyle. What? That's right. Kyle the what? Uh, Kyle, you got me because I know all last season I, I was on. Uh, okay, Kyle, <laughs> my time to apologize. This is what this is. <laughs> I I had to apologize, but Ben Simmons and, and Joel Embiid, if you're listening, I had to apologize to you. Last season, apologize to Arthur too. Arthur, that's Joel Embiid's kid. Oh, okay. Arthur, your father has <laughs> proved me wrong. Okay, he is playing at an MVP level. He said, you know, he's injured right now, but you know, I think this is more of a rest. I don't really think he's as injured as you know it seems like he is. Your father's playing at an MVP level. He's the MVP in my eyes. He's the MVP in most the the country's eyes. Okay, most of the world's eyes. Ben Simmons. Finally, once he gets surrounded by shooters and a good coach, he's playing up to the standards I've held for him. I'd like him to score a little bit more. I'd like him to score a little bit more, but it doesn't matter when he's passing to Seth Curry and Danny Green and feeding Joe. He's playing well, too. It seems like under the right coaching and surrounded by the right shooters, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are able to coexist. And, Kyle, I'm not going to take back this point yet because it's similar to Nick. We have to wait to the playoffs because what I, I believe, I mean, this was a while ago, last season. I believe what I said is but they, they couldn't win a championship. Okay, we still have to see if that happens. We still have to see what happens in the playoffs. But for now, I, I'm giving my apology to Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You guys are giving me happiness and joy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was beautiful. That was a beautiful yeah. apology. It was poetic. And it was genuine. It's from the heart. It was from the heart. I really mean that. Because I, I was getting real worried about I, I rode that wave with Ben Simmons and the Harden roller coaster, you know. I, and I still don't know how that would have turned out if we got Harden. But as we were dealt the hand, you know, of keeping Ben Simmons, I'm happy with how the hand I got. I'm willing to go all in with my hand. And if I would have gotten the other hand, I probably would have been willing to go all in as well. But I'm still happy with the hand I'm dealt. Ben Simmons is looking like a defensive player of the year candidate, by the way. You know, I know Joel Embiid wants that award, but it looks like Ben Simmons is number one in the in the race for it right now. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I mean, you guys should be happy too. Oh, I'm very happy. <laughs> I mean, we have a legit shot to win. 
And what, what about Pat Parker? You have to apologize too, Pat, because you you were the big, biggest Harden of the bunch. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, are you happy? But with- wait, Pat, would you still rather just have James Harden right now? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured he would say. I mean, James Harden is playing at a ridiculous level right now. He's, he's leading the league in assists. Everyone said he couldn't pass. He's averaging like 11 assists per game. but he's, he, And he's gotten better on defense, by the way. Like, I don't – I actually don't think the deal was worth taking for, like, how much they wanted. Um, but if it was, if it was like, J- James Harden for Ben Simmons right now and, and Maxi, then, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think, like, I'd be willing to give up Maxi now. I would be. Yeah, I was. I was. It was the pre the early season hype. Yeah, the early season hype. We think we found. I told you, dude. That 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 uh, dude is too short. We found a diamond in the rough, you know. I mean, his name's Maxi for crying out loud. Come on. Yeah. Can't, can't be that good, man. Can't, can't be that good. But yeah. How, how about the Sixers? Then how do we feel about the Embiid injury? Were you guys with me? Where I think it's 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 not really like. But like you guys saw the play, right? How the leg kind of hyperextended a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know? And they called it like a bone bruise. I'm no doctor, so I have no idea the anatomy of how of how it works. But I didn't. I don't, for, to me, like I don't know how you could bruise a bone from like extending your leg too far. Like I wasn't sure if that was like. No, I think that's a that's like a legit thing. Okay, because his leg like went really really straight. Usually, a bone bruise is like when you hit your bone on something hard, right? Like yeah, he probably the his knee bones probably banged into each other. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that, that would make sense. That would make sense. But I'm not sure it's, it's like as severe as uh, the two weeks. What's he getting re-eval- reevaluated? I think he could play right now if he had to. If it was the playoffs, he'd be playing. Because you see him, he always goes like this. Like, hold on, I'm gonna get off. He goes. He always grabs his back like that. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten like he's been injured like that, like. 30 times. I think this is like their point in the season. We're like, okay, we can kind of use this leg thing for you to rest your back. You can put your feet up and relax. And then you come back and we get ready for the playoff push, you know, April, May, and, and, and the summer. Yep. I'm not sure really like we're on a pretty good one streak right now. Six, six games, right? Six in a row. And we're dominating Milwaukee. One of the best teams. Oh, if we, yeah, sorry. If we win the night. Yeah. Um, I might've jinxed this a little bit because they're now only down by 11. Well, yeah, it's okay. Well, it's okay. You know, we have no Joe. We have no Joe. They they shouldn't be down by that much if we have no one yeah. Where do we go? Where do we go? Uh, NBA trade deadline. I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to give you some names to uh, think about. I wanted P.J. Tucker really badly, okay, fellas? And literally 20 minutes before we went on the air, he gets dealt um, to, to Milwaukee. To Milwaukee, by the way. Now, they're in win-now mode here. So I'm going to give you a couple names that the Sixers, I think, could go after. Some are out out there, like we probably won't get it, but others, I think, are very possible. Now, we'll, we'll go big names first, okay? I think you would all want him. Bradley Beal. Yeah. That's number one on the list. That's yeah. Number one on the list, yeah. Leading scorer in the league. I, I think take the all... guy that puts up like 60 on us every time we play him. Right. Bradley Beal, I think we would all take – I don't think he's going anywhere. He's, so he's out, Okay. I know Kyle Lowry's been talked talked about. I think I'd take him, but it seems like he's going nowhere either. I think he's going to stay in Toronto for at least you know one last season. 
I, I just don't know where he would fit in with the team. I, like I said, I really like how our team's constructed right now. I love our starting lineup. I think our starting lineup is perfect. You know, I would hate to pull like Green or, or Curry out and put them into a whole new rotation. They have to get used to playing with those guys. So for that reason, like I might actually lean out towards Lowry, but having a vet with championship experience, you can't go really go wrong. So, you know, 50-50, either or I'm happy with. What do you guys think about getting Kyle Lowry? I think it'd be great. Um, but I don't think he should start. Okay, you're so that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, like if he could come off the bench, like that would be ridiculous. Like a like for him, who would it be? Like him, Howard, uh Shake. Yeah, I'd probably him, Howard Shake, um, Furkan. And yeah, that's a pretty good bench. Yeah, I like the bench. I do. All right, next name on the list. This one's an interesting one. And it comes from the same team as PJ Tucker. And it would be one Victor Oladipo. Now, get this, fellas. I sent you this earlier today. The Rockets, as of today, March 17th, they've lost 17 straight games. They haven't won a game since the Super Bowl. Okay. That's how long it's been since the Rockets have won. Yeah, it's crazy, right, Kyle? That's how long sure. they have gone without a win. So I think they're it's they're like, let's just blow it up. There's no they they got rid of uh Tucker. Obviously, Harden was Ooh. gone. And a bunch Toby's of Toby's stripping the ball after after a three. Good man, Toby. All start to buy. Oh. Uh anyway, there's a lot of names that are on the trade block for them, and Victor Aladipo was one of them. Now, here's the thing. He just recently declined a $45 million extension per Adrian Wojnarowski, but he's having a very mediocre shooting percentage season, and he has a history of injury. So as much as I think, you know, the best, if I could get the best Victor Oladipo, I'd be in. But I'm out. I'm not trusting him with the injury history, and he's not even playing that great. I'm out on Oladipo. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, on an injury-prone, like former star that's not playing that well. So yeah, um, I'll pass on Oladipo. I mean, yeah. I guess it depends. It also depends on what you're giving up. I mean, I know you'll probably have to give up more than you want for Oladipo, but right. you can get him for cheap or take him. Exactly. That's what, like you probably have to give up too much for him. So I'm out on that deal. Let's go to here. We go. The playmakers. Here's a quote, uh, according to ESPN. No one thinks George Hill will remain with the Oklahoma City Thunder beyond the trade deadline. I like George Ooh, Hill. I'd take him. I like George Hill. Yeah. But I guess would he play like backup point guard and then Shake plays the two back like off the bench? Is that what we roll with? Pick and roll. Big, strong body. Actually use the left hand. <laughs> Vincent got- is just yay. I mean, I heard it, but I, I didn't see it. I got to watch it on, on my screen. How do we feel about George Hill? Yeah, I'd take him. Kyle? Um, he's a great – isn't he a pretty good uh, three-point shooter? Yeah, he's a very solid veteran, all-around player. You know, he's a good vet point guard. That's what we take. And I guess he put Shea. Yeah, then Shea can just uh, – he can just score off the bench. He doesn't have to play the point guard anymore. Yeah. Kyle? Which I think is better for him. Oh, I just saw that Ben Simmons slam. Ooh, that was that was gross. Uh, Kyle, Nick, you in? Yeah, I'm in. For, I'm in for George Hill. I don't know anything about George Hill, so I'll, I'll take him. Okay, take him. He so, sounds uh, cheap on the free market. So, 
Here's a name. Maybe a second round pick. What is that going to take to get George Hill? Here's a name that's going to, I think, going to split us here. Alonzo Ball. I'm in on Alonzo Ball. He's been balling, no pun intended, since like February, I think. Pat, come on, man. You saw his three points, man. You saw his three pointers, bro. Yeah, I don't care. He's not even, he's not shooting 40. He's still shooting 38. So I don't want him on the team. Hold on a second. Hold on. We, we can't use we can't use anyone that's not shooting forty uh, percent from three. Here, by the way, by the what, way, guys, what's it, he shooting from three? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. By, by, for, for the record, here. That's like yeah, average. yeah but I don't it's like a, it's like but like I don't care when Ben Simmons is passing. You better make that three forty percent of the time. I don't think you guys can read that, but that message right there. He's shooting thirty percent from three. That's pretty good. From Pat Parker, last night, that's pretty good. He's shooting thirty-eight percent. That's pretty good, but not not good enough for the for the uh, Sixers. Okay, that's well, to our to standards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I love the way he's been playing. He's been a little bit more aggressive. I think little bro is outshining him. He says, "Hold on, young fella. Hold on. Can't just take the shine just yet." Although he has. And while we're on the topic, Pat, come on. The time is up. The time is up. Lamelo Ball. Has been balling again, no pun intended. You have to just concede <laughs> that this argument is over. LaMelo Ball is legit starting caliber NBA player with potential to be an all star. Pat? Uh, he's getting there. Oh my God. Yeah, I agree with LaMelo. I, don't, I wouldn't take Lonzo, though. Okay. All right. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Kyle? Mm-hmm. I would take it's like I think Lonzo is good. Thirty-eight percent from three, I'd take Lonzo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm. How about the Lamelo thing? Are you Nick? Nick's on board. You're on board with Lamelo, Kyle. <laughs> oh yeah, Lamelo's so sick. Yeah, and Pat, come on, man. You're, you're being stubborn on this one, bro. I don't know what's it going to take for you to just finally say, okay, he's good. He's still only averaging fifteen. That's because he didn't get the minutes earlier in the season. <laughs> he's leading all rookies in every category except blocks. Literally blocks. He leads in assists, rebounds, steals, points, everything except blocks. And you're saying, oh, he's only averaging 15. Like, it's not the best out of all the other rookies. All right. He has potential. There we go. To be good. Okay, we're getting it out of him. We're getting it right. <laughs> well, not to be good or to be an all-star. He already is good. I get. He's going to be an all-star because of his name, not because he deserves it. Come on, dude. Come on. This is ridiculous. This is honestly, it's getting ridiculous at this point, man. This dude is they're actually pretty you know, they're competitive against a lot of teams. I, I like the way that that Charlotte team's a fun team to watch. And Lamelo's, you know, spinning at the three-point line, hitting at people, right in people's mitt. I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. You know, this is gonna be a- You love the highlights. This guy still averages 15 points a game. He'll be the same player for his whole career. You gotta ch- I'm gonna, I'll have to like check his stats out since like February or something. Yeah, what's, what's his like averages as a starter, though? <laughs> Let me check. Okay, I'll have to check. This is going to take a lot of research to do. Hold on. First, NBA start. Because I actually need to get an answer out of this here. He made Monday night, February. Okay, somewhere on 1st of February. I'm not sure when the actual. <laughs> um, this hold on, audience for for everyone listening. Nineteen, 19 and a half. Right? That's the first. Is it nineteen and a half? 
That's the first thing that popped up on Google via statmuse.com. Okay, hold on. Melwald put up 19.8 points per game. as a Okay, you know, I take it back. He's he's shooting 46 and 44 from three as a starter. That's what I'm talking about. So he's good now. Now we were there that he's good? Yeah, 19 points a game. Yeah, he'll probably be pretty good. <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll, I'll take it. I won't, I won't badger you anymore because I can't find the uh, – I can't find every game stat. Whatever, it's gonna to take too long. I should have done it before the podcast, but yeah, okay. We got we got. That was as that was as a starter, so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten that out of you. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else we want to talk about with the NBA. Oh, we're still in the trade or the trade trade deadline stuff. Yeah, PJ Fucker went <laughs> to the uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. Okay, I have one more name. I For think a first round pick. I think they got a first round pick back though, like it canceled out. They, okay. they returned another pick. Um, didn't they just swap them in one draft? Like, didn't they previously trade them? Yeah, it was something. And they swapped them back, so they each have their own pick again. Something, something weird like that. Um, oh, the, that's right. Yeah, probably because like the Rockets want their good pick back. Yeah. One of the last. Now. One of the last guys. Two, two more guys I want to talk about is uh, another Rocket, Eric Gordon. I take him, but he's at, he's been injured as well. So, but that's great shooting. Like if we can get him healthy, uh, I'll take it as long as we don't have to give up too much for him. I, I think you guys would probably be the same. The last person I want Wayne Ellington. He's knocking down forty two point four percent of his threes. He's shooting six point threes a game, and he's he's been balling. Wayne Ellington from Detroit. You know Detroit's not going anywhere now. They lost Blake Griffin, especially even though we hardly played. He was injured all the time. But I'm taking. I want Wayne Ellington. That's my number one target. And maybe, maybe a return of J.J. Redick. Maybe. I'm still on the fence about that. So, that was my Yeah, thought. J.J. Redick's kind of weird. Like, I don't, I don't know if he sucks because he's in New Orleans, but he's not playing that well. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea. Like, he's just a one, one-trick one pony. He, he's a defensive liability. Bring off yeah, the I mean, when you get into it, like, the series against the Nets, where are you going to put J.J. Redick? You're going to have him guard Kyrie? James Harden. That's what I'm saying. You got to bring it. Like, you, you, can't, he has, he you can't has, have him there. He has, like, a, if they have one of those guys on the floor at all times, it's going to be tough. Although, I really do like our matchups other, against everyone but the Nets. I really do. So, uh, I'm going to stay positive while I can. Let's do a real quick cycle back to the NFL. Drew Brees officially retires. Where does he rank for you guys among your quarterbacks of all time? Is he in that top tier? Brees, uh, I mean, Brady, Montana. Those types of guys, or is he maybe a tier below? I'll, I'll give you my list of at least top four quarterbacks. Brady one, Montana two. I was a Manning guy. I love Manning because I grew up with him, so I'll put him at three. And then pick pick who you want at four and five with Elway El- and Rodgers. That's off the top of my head. But I'm not, I'm not putting Drew Brees in my top five. He, just, you know, I don't know why, because he has, like, every statistical record. Yeah, I don't know. This might be a bad, like, terrible take, but – Aren't like Drew Brees and Peyton Manning kind of comparable? Oh, they're definitely Peyton Manning. Like very like Peyton Manning had two Super Bowls, but the one he really hurt the team more than he helped them. Drew Brees has one Super Bowl. They both have are like leaders in every statistical category. The problem with both of those guys, Manning and Brees, is they're hindered by one man, and that's Tom Brady. Like every Tom Brady having all those rings. It really d- diminishes 
all the other achievements of Manning and and, uh, and Breeze. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least like for Manning, he had to go through Brady. Breeze, like he wasn't making, he didn't make Super Bowls. That, that's a, yeah. But he didn't, I mean, he had to go through like Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the regular season goat. Regular season goat. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Once, once the, I mean, they had a lot of bad luck in the past, you know, the, leading up to his retirement with the Minnesota Miracle and and the, uh, the obviously the hit the uh, against with the Rams game. But still, I'm not quite putting it in my upper echelon. He might, he's probably tier two, tier two, which is weird to say because he's leading in like every category. But to me, tier two. And I think it's I honestly think it's because like he got outshined by other quarterbacks that are playing the same time as him. That's my take. I mean, I I I like I like Rogers, Manning, and Brady more than I liked Brees, personally. I mean, the dude played in the dome too. Playing the dome his entire career. That definitely helped yeah. his definitely helped his stats. And you know what? Like like uh Manning Manning was older and he was in the league like before before breeze so like but even though i was younger when manning was in the league i remember more of manning's career than drew breeze yeah i i I have a very foggy memory of drew breeze in san diego i remember the trade going down but i don't really remember him playing for san diego that much i remember a little bit but not not enough like i remember i'll remember him as a saint if that makes sense where i remember a lot i remember a lot of peyton manning as a colt Mm-hmm. Well, because I mean, Peyton Manning was also a cult a lot longer than he was a right Bronco. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. Had I only had that. I only had that in the notes because I just wanted to state on the record that I'm not quite going to put Drew Brees in my upper echelon. Nick, Nick, what do you think about that, man? Uh, yeah, I don't respect Drew Brees like a lot. Um, he's like top twenty, I guess. <laughs> Next, like, no, I'm kidding. He's uh, oh, cool. yeah, he's great. I do discount it because of the dome. Um, but you know, he's I mean, still just being able to do that anywhere is really impressive. Uh, if he won like another Super Bowl, I would definitely have him higher, but I agree with you, Sean. Like, I don't think he's with those other guys, yeah. But it's weird to say that though, when he has all the stats and stuff. Uh, Pat, by the way, geez, Louise, we're we're only up by nine at the end of the third quarter. The Sixers, yeah, getting nervous now. Um, okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on from football. Um, we can talk mock draft for weeks and weeks and weeks. Nothing's gonna change. You know, we'll just keep repeating ourselves. We all want like Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts, or, you know, something like that. As long as it's not a quarterback, I'm happy. We'll, but once it gets closer, we'll we'll dive more into depth with that. Let, let's talk. I need Pat. You know, you're still wearing the orange and the black right now. I see you wrapping the orange and the black today, but he's kind of hiding it. He's kind of hiding that logo tonight. They're getting their shit kicked yeah, right now. Down by five goals. And who are, we who are we playing tonight? Rangers. The Rangers, again. who we just now six nothing. Next six. Yeah. Uh, who they just beat. Okay. And uh, who's in that? Is it Carter Hart? No, it's Elliot, but. Okay. Well, listen. Don't really make a difference at this point. Yeah, no. Listen, guys, I don't mean I don't mean to upset you guys, but we we have some explaining to do. Okay. Uh, some of the listeners of this podcast are probably really into the Flyers, and you guys are the experts on the show. I mean, what is going wrong? A, a few weeks ago, we had a poll out, and the majority of uh, our listeners had said that we are at least late 
playoff exits. That's what that was the bar set. Late playoff exit or Stanley Cup, uh, Stanley Cup appearance. And right now we're not even in the playoffs. Well, what is, I mean, Elaine Vigneault said at the beginning of the season, that is a non-negotiable thing. They are getting in. But if the season ended today, man, it, it'd be trouble. It would be trouble. What has gone on with the orange and the black? Uh, goaltending is trash right now. Same thing with the defense, not that good. But what I've noticed is that we're turning the puck over a lot on – the opposing team's blue line, and then that leads to, like, odd man rushes all the time. And in the neutral zone, we're turning the puck over constantly. And I don't know what, like, what happened with, like, our passing or something where we just decided to throw the puck up the ice constantly. Or, like, our fucking defense just turn it over all the time. But, uh, yeah, they need to pick someone else up on defense. And Hart needs to figure it out. Like in goaltending. Yeah, I do. I think like their biggest issue, like especially like the the defense's biggest issue, which is leading to the goalie's biggest issue, is they just like they never they they never clog any of the seams. Like teams just can go like coast like east to west in our zone so easily. Like there's some plays where Hart and Elliot go back and forth six fucking times before there's a shot, and it's just like. Like one touch passes back, 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 and we don't we don't get a stick on one of them. It's it blows my mind, and it sucks because like that's the only thing I enjoy, and now I can't even fucking enjoy that. So yeah, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> it sucks. So thank God the Sixers are good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for laughing. The way you just said that was that was funny, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's serious. It's like the I was I like oh like at least Flyers are finally good again. I mean, but the thing is with hockey, like they're not even halfway through. And like when the Blues won the Stanley, I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but I mean, they're still like they're one spot out of the playoffs. They're going to lose tonight. Um, but if they get hot, they pick up a defenseman. If they figure it out, who knows? Yeah, uh, you're still hopeful. Yeah. Still I don't know. Yeah, I still have hope they could figure it out. It's just like, I just don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's like, if like, <laughs> The, just like being like in Corona this whole time is like wearing on them and they're just like not playing well. Like I have no idea what it is because it's just, it's not the same team that like played last year. It's like they didn't lose, like the, not a lot of guys are different, but they just don't play the same way at all. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, they do have some bright spots. Like you can look at Faraby. He's having a, a really good year. Oh uh, yeah. Van Riemsdyk looks Van Riemsdyk. out of his mind. Yeah, like uh, he just – he's back. Ben Couturier is still unreal, so that's always good. Yeah, and like you could say that Konechny still hasn't played his best yet. So like – Yeah, I mean – Maybe he turns half. it up in the second half. Second yeah. half. And the other thing that's nice about this team is they have enough young pieces that like they they can make moves, if not this year, like in the offseason to where they, they're, they're going to be like around – they're only a few moves away from contention at like any point. And like, once this cap goes up, it's going to be interesting. It just kind of sucks that Corona fucked this up. Cause we couldn't replace Niskanen. We didn't have any fucking money. So that blows yeah. like that really hurt us a lot. Well, it doesn't seem like, you know, from when you guys say that it, it seems fixable, it seems curable. So hopefully we just got to ride it out and hopefully we go on a lower run like the blues did. But yeah, I'm, I'm it is kind of, you know, 
going from all the way back to last season. I, I was confident the Flyers were going to go on a run last season, and things were looking good at the start of the season. So it is a little bit, a little bit uh, disheartening. Disheartening is the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, a couple more. I'm topics. dead inside. <laughs> a couple more topics. We'll get into. Uh, this one's going to be led by I guess Nick and Kyle. We're going to talk not spring training. Phillies have played a couple of spring training games. I'm sure if we haven't really watched because, you know, I mean, I don't really watch spring training. I know some people get into it, but we've seen a little bit enough of the Phillies now. Are we, st- are you guys buying into the, any hype at all? Do we feel confident about the Phillies going into the season? Kyle, I'll start with you. Yeah. And I've seen enough highlights on Twitter to convince me that we're going to make the playoffs, not going to make the playoffs, but you have a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gonna make the playoffs. You get hot. You get okay. Yeah. Coming out yeah. with the claim. Yeah. Make the playoffs. You know, pitching, first- pitching's good. Our batting is like last year was better than our World Series team lineup, like just numbers wise. So the batting's there. The pitching's really good. So yeah, why not playoffs? The pitching. That's always a problem. Is the pitching okay? The bullpen. Yeah, even though our division is like super, super fucking good, so yeah. that could be a problem. I mean, did the Mets? Mets wild card. Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope for wild card. You know, I threw my Bryce Harper jersey on that spring training game. He hit the right out of the park. Leap first game back. This is weeks ago now, but you know, we you know we missed a couple of weeks. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for the Phillies, man. When the Phillies play well, I, I get excited. You go to Citizens Bank Park, get some dollar dogs. Fans can be at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, it's like twenty five thousand or something like that. I think it's twenty thousand. Uh, but 20, still, like capacity or something like that. Yeah, regardless. I saw the. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, we'll go on, Nick. What were you seeing? What do you see? I thought it was like I saw. I saw like they were going to be at fifty percent capacity or something like that. Oh wow! I mean, that'd be really high. Or at least like PA permitted it, and like the city has to approve. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm. I think the Phillies are going to play in a wild card game this year. I don't know if they'll win the wild card game, but I think that's what we're going to see from them. Uh, they're. They like those the moves they made in the offseason with the bullpen seem like they're gonna work out. Hopefully. I mean, I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself and then, you know, in July all of a sudden we we can't close a game out. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I, this is the most hopeful I've been for the Phillies. And I mean, I don't think they're gonna win the World Series or anything, but I think they're gonna do better than five hundred this year. Like maybe 88, 89, 90 wins, hopefully. That would be very successful year, I think. Okay. In this division, at least, dude. That's a fucking gauntlet. Kyle, you <laughs> the same, you think? 88, 90 wins, somewhere around there? Uh, Yeah, that sounds good to me. I mean, we finished like 500 in like five years in a row or something. Right. So it would be nice. Just anything above 500. But I, think I also like, think Alec Bohm's going to have like a great year this year. He looks really good. Yeah, that dude's sick. Yeah. <laughs> He's so sick. Okay, well, I'm glad you guys have something to be excited about. Um, let's wrap up on this note, fellas. Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua have signed a two-fight deal. We'll skip the UFC stuff because, you know, I'll just say, you know, Adesanya lost to the light heavyweight. Uh, he went for the light. He went up to light heavyweight. He lost to Polish power, Jan Blachowicz. There's a couple other interesting things on that card, you know, with the the bantamweight fight uh, and, and Sterling getting the belt and Amanda Nunes dominating the way she did. But that that's old news. I'm sure you guys have all heard that. If you're into the UFC, you probably listened to everything by now. But let's talk with some new news, current news. Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, two fight deal. You know, I'm pumped for this. I'm pumped. I, I, Tyson Fury to me, like he's must see TV. Leading up to the fight, he's talking. 
uh, with a you know a Nick. I know Nick wanted a uh, Nick was rooting for Deontay Wilder in the last fight. Uh, I was a Fu- I'm a Fury man myself. Okay, I'm a Fury guy. I'm gonna root for Fury against Anthony Joshua. I think. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like actually hate Tyson Fury. I just really like Deontay Wilder. So right. I like talking shit when they're fighting each other. But right. Tyson Fury is cool. And I think I think I said I think I mentioned this. I'm pretty sure Deontay Wilder signed to fight Andrew Ruiz. So that should be a good fight. But I'm not, I'm not sure if that actually happened. I'll have to double check. <laughs> I love Andy Ruiz. He lost a lot of weight, bro. He lost a lot of really? weight. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He oh, looked, never mind then. Yeah, he looked, like <laughs> looks more interesting. I only like Chonk, Andy Ruiz. <laughs> right. This is a great boxing fight. Like one of the best fights boxing could put on. Everyone tunes like the heavyweight strap. You know, like that's what everyone used to watch back in the day. That title meant everything uh, more than anything. And it's almost like it became relevant again. And I think it's nice to three guys of Fury, Joshua, and Wilder, uh, largely. That strap means something now, especially between those those guys. Like I, I need to tune in, need to tune in to watch. And I, I'm gonna, I think Fury wins, and I think he wins pretty easily, to be honest with you. But you know, we'll see as we get closer to the fight. There's also, of course, you have Ben Askren versus Jake Paul coming up. That, that's gonna be a crazy fight. But uh, no, I'm <laughs> a, that will be interesting though. Like if Ben Askren loses that fight. Oh man, it's not going to look good for him because like, he's already the mean, you know. Because Masvidal knocked him out in five seconds. If Jake Paul knocks him out, I mean, holy cow! I mean, that can't happen. That that just can't happen. That would just be a terrible look for ever, like MMA and the UFC. But I don't think Jake Paul is, or Ben Askren is going into the box. You know, he's going to go in there, put his gloves up as high as he can, not get cracked, and he's just going to grip grip Jake Paul up and clinch him the whole fight. Use his weight, use his wrestling, like in the clinch. They just tire Jake Paul out, and then he'll, I think he'll probably finish Jake in like a late round. That'd be my prediction. But yeah, I crazy that we talk about like Jake Paul as like a boxer. They're not a UFC fight. They're not boxing. No, no, they're they're boxing. But I'm saying, oh, oh. you know, I think Jake Paul is gonna, you know how they, you know how they clinch and they separate him. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Similar to how Tyson Fury went up to Deontay Wilder when they in the last fight, and he yeah. put all of his weight down on him. And then Wilder said, like, oh, my legs were tired from the suit or all that. And I think it's because Fury was on top of him the whole time. And that's when I, I think that's what happened, like, with Ben Askren. I mean, Ben Askren has been in there with the best in the world. Multiple-time world champion and fought some of the best uh, best of the best guys, you know, uh, Robbie Lawler in the UFC. I mean, he took some shots from Robbie Lawler and didn't go to sleep. I mean, he took that absolute bomb knee from Masvidal. But he's going to put, you know, other than that, well, he's been in there with some of the best guys in the world. So I can't imagine Jake Paul will be a challenge for him, even how bad his striking is. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how, I'm not sure how much you guys have to say about this, but I had, I had to throw it in there. Yeah. I don't really have a lot to say. on this. I, stuff. I figured, I figured <laughs> we'll talk more about this stuff as it gets closer. And there's actually some pretty good fights on the, uh, I think that Jake Paul card, I think like, like actual fights, like I think, well, not actual fights, but like, Weird, another more weird fights, if that makes sense. Uh, anyway, you guys, anything else you guys want to talk about today? Seth just went down pretty bad. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, I see on my screen it's a tie ball game. That's not good. Oh, oh let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up the show while we're making that. Uh, what, what body part? Uh, it's not, it's gotta be like a knee or an ankle. It was non contact. Oh, that's not good. That, he went to like jump stop and like slid. He's he's limping off. Oh, if he's walking, that's good. But listen, let's let's wrap up. I'm gonna wrap up the show on that note. Um, yeah, guys, it's good to be back. Took a couple weeks off. I'm glad to hear your voices again, gentlemen. I really am. And I, I hope everyone else is glad to hear our voices. Well, we've missed you guys. Okay. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Have a Guinness. 
Have an Irish car bomb. Slante, everybody.